Closer to Friday than we were on Monday, and that is a good thing. And I hope you got to hear the president today. That was one of the best speeches he's ever given. I like how he walked out into the room, and he's got his whole, you know, defense. Uh, uh, basically, I'm going to just say the defense department. I mean, he had all the, the Joint Chiefs of Staff there. He had the, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He had uh, the Secretary of State. He had the Secretary of Defense. He had the Vice President. And, uh, you know, that sent a direct message to uh, the Iranians that uh, we are united. And uh, we're not going to take it anymore from them. And I also like that the President said, you know, we gave them billions of dollars. And all of that money has been spent you know those missiles they sent up for the big fireworks display last night over there in Iran and uh, Iraq? Those were bought with your money. That's what they were. They were bought with your money, paid for by the Obama administration. You remember that, right? You remember the pallets of cash sitting there on the uh, the airstrip out there at the uh, the airport? Yeah, you remember. Remember that? One of my favorite memes was uh, the one of uh, they had Soleimani, they had him and things saying, oh, you're going to send this money on uh, pallets again? And a picture of Trump saying, yeah, meet us at the airport. <laughs> I love that. All right. Lieutenant Commander Stephen Rogers. No, it's not Captain America. I wish it were, but it's not. It's an, it's the nearest thing that I could get to him. OK, joins us today. Lieutenant Commander, how you doing? Uh, pleasure to be with you. Thank you. I got to tell you what, man. I love that meme. You know? Yeah, meet us at the well, airport. We'll have some more cash for you. Well, well, I've got to tell you, the president demonstrated extraordinary leadership in managing this crisis. Yes, he did. Not only last night, but today. And uh, if anybody had any doubts that this is a president who's looking for war and not for peace, that was laid to rest. He could have He could have annihilated Iran. He chose not to. He chose to use this opportunity as a path for peace. And hopefully the Iranian uh, regime will come to their senses and realize that, you know, what? maybe we ought to meet the president halfway on this. Because I'll tell you, those missiles that they used last night are very precise. They did not target to kill Americans. It was actually uh, a fireworks display for their own internal domestic consumption. A big win for the president and this country. It absolutely was. And. You know, here's the the argument that has been taken off the table now, that we fight for oil in the Middle East. No, we don't. We produce all the oil. You know, we're the oil producer of the world now, and uh, we can tell the folks over in the Middle East to go pound sand. 
Well, you're absolutely right. And, and, and there is a, another and there is another part of the story that I believe is tragic, and I'm sure you'll agree with me. And that's the Democrats that during a time when we must send a signal to our enemies that we are united, they went out of their way to criticize the president from from the beginning, condemning oh, yeah. him, condemning this uh, uh, almost emboldening. In fact, they did. They emboldened the enemy to do what they did. But I, I like what you said. When you opened up the visual of the president, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Defense Department, boy, if that didn't send a signal to Iran, nothing will. Yeah, I agree. Look, I'm a I'm a vet. I was in the Air Force for almost ten years, and I can tell you, when you see all those guys with their ribbons and everything, and their boards on their on their chest, standing right behind the president, and you got the the VP, and you got the Secretary of State, and you got the Secretary of Defense. Uh, Rohani knows what that means. Well, you know? He sure does, and and he knew, and he knew, and his government knew before they launched one missile last night that if any American was to get killed, uh, we would be talking about uh, uh, the annihilation of their country. So they knew, and hopefully, uh, NATO, as the uh, president uh, rightfully called out this morning, will come to their senses and they'll support now the president on uh, making sure that the sanctions uh, are tightened. That maximum pressure now comes from the entire free world. And that's going to lead us to peace. Nothing else but that. So you tell me what you thought. The president was uh, very articulate in saying, number one, no nuke. You don't get a nuke as long as he's president. It will never happen. Now, do you think Rouhani capitulates to that somewhat and uh, moves forward in slowing up their program? Or is he willing to you know, to play uh, Russian roulette, so to speak, and say, well, I don't think uh, Trump is going to get reelected and we'll probably get a Democrat in there who is much uh, easier on us. Well, it's a great question, uh, but keep in mind that there is a struggle in Iran with regard to their leadership. You've got the mullahs and then you've got the uh, military. And uh, it seems to me that there is, as a result of the fireworks last night, uh, there is something going on internally in Iran. <clears throat> and so to your point, uh, uh, depending on what NATO does now and how uh, maximum pressure is put on, because it's going to really get put on now, uh, depending on how that goes, they just may move to the table. As far as the election's concerned, they're poorly mistaken. And I'm sure they're going to find that out soon. Uh, if they are uh, being led to believe the president's going to be defeated, that's not going to happen. So they're going to have no choice, no choice but to come to the table and start working with instead of against not just the United States, but the free world. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel the president called out NATO? I mean, he's saying it's time for you guys now to do your part in all of this. We've been doing it basically alone. Now we're, we're, we're saying that NATO's got to get involved. And he and he said also Russia and China. I mean, look, China's in a bad spot now. Because if oil prices spike, we don't get hurt by that because we're producing all this oil. But China gets hurt because they got to pay those extra prices. Well, he called them out by name. And, and I've got to tell you, uh, one of the things that I saw this morning when the president was uh, giving his speech, uh, uh, you got to believe that the NATO uh, leaders now trust this president. I mean, they may have had doubts about his motives. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, more so uh, listening to the uh, Democrat side. But but to see the way he handled this and that he extraordinarily managed this to a point where a war didn't start. 
People were predicting a war, trigger uh, happy Trump, on and on and on. None of that happened. Uh, He's proving to NATO that he could certainly lead. And my guess is NATO's going to come and they're going to work with him. And uh, that'll be a turning point for this uh, country. Lieutenant Commander, how do you feel that, uh, you know, you got uh, the people over in Europe, you've got us, and now you got Iran. Iran can actually get back into the good graces of the world, and we could see perhaps a peaceful nation. Now, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not already starting to burn incense and 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 putting on my love beads. But the bottom line is, is that this is a chance for Iran to actually move back into the good graces of the world. Is it not? It sure is, uh, but we we in the intelligence community and elsewhere have always believed and clearly stated that it's not the United States that the Iranian regime has to worry about. It's their own people. Look, their own people want peace. They want prosperity. Mm -hmm. They want their government to stop this nonsense. So, you know what? They're going to have to answer for their actions. And uh, look, at what happened to Gaddafi, what happened to Saddam, could very well happen to the Iranian regime. They better start thinking about their people and not worry too much about us. Well, you being a member of the intelligence committee uh, or community in, in the military, uh, there's been rumors that uh, Rouhani has got cancer and that uh, it, it's serious. And that, you know, if they kill off this the terrorist number two in command, uh, the, and then you got the, 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 the mullah looks like he might be dying. Have you guys looked at that and said, what might happen if those two guys are gone? Well, I could share this with you. I don't have any information on that, but uh, our intelligence community is so good is that we uh, have uh, all sorts of scenarios that we go through, that I used to go through before I retired from the Navy, all sorts of scenarios, all sorts of different uh, intelligence uh, uh, our government has on people. And we could pretty much uh, uh, predict what could happen in the event a certain leader is put in a particular position. So what I'm trying to say is we're on the ball. We've got the greatest intelligence agencies in this country. uh, I'm sorry, in the world here in this country. And uh, we uh, are not to fear anyone. And uh, I I believe as we move forward, it is the intelligence communities that will continue to protect our country. Would you give my listeners a real feel about how important it was when we took Soleimani out? I mean, this is this is big. Uh, game changer. I mean, Petraeus even said this was maybe bigger than us going out and getting bin Laden. Oh, absolutely. This guy was a ruthless killer. Uh, he was a, a methodical killer. Keep in mind, he had no problem killing his own citizens. But I can tell you this, I've heard this morning uh, that there are some Democrats who were briefed very comprehensively on his killing, and they came out of that briefing convinced that the president was absolutely right in doing what he did. So that tells you something, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, this, uh, and, and, and so there was nothing to hide. The president didn't hide anything. And he was right in not briefing before the attack, because you know as well as I do, there's too many leaks in Washington. He wanted to make sure. We only had one shot. He wanted to make sure that uh, this shot was the one that uh, took care of the business, and it did. Well, I was listening to uh, uh, KT today, and she said that uh, when we took out those uh, runways and stuff in Syria, uh, they thought about that long and hard, and so they didn't call anybody until, you know, the the missiles were in the air. I mean, you just can't take the chance too politicized up there on the Hill. 
Well, you can't. Not one American lives and, and innocent civilians are at stake. I, you know, I mean, you don't uh, uh, telegraph to the U.S. Congress what your intent is, especially this Congress. Their hatred, they have so much hatred for the president, they can't even get on the air and say, you know what, despite all the politics, the, the president of the United States did what was right for yeah. this country and our allies. What, what's so hard about that? I right? I agree, Commander. I, I can't believe it. Uh, they're... They are so embittered towards this president that it is canceled out, I believe, the love for this country. Well, you're absolutely right. And what they've canceled out is support for them, because I'm talking to Democrats, independents, as well as Republicans. And we're all Americans when it comes to this. And I've got to tell you, most of the American people and you'll see this in the polls are fed up with this Congress. They're fed up with the Democrat candidates. Uh, It's time to stand up united for America and leave the politics out of it. Our uh, guest, Lieutenant Commander uh, Steve Rogers. And let me just ask one final question of you. Uh, The Iranians been using proxies for years uh, to do their dirty work uh, with uh, Soleimani, who is the guy who had his finger on the pulse of the proxies. Uh, where does that stand now? Are these proxies going to be able to help be held in check and not, you know, attack Americans uh, willy nilly? Is the is, uh, you know, is the Khomeini going to be able to keep that from happening? Well, last night is the answer to that question. If you notice, they didn't use proxies. Yeah. They didn't use proxies because there would be no control over these proxies. They, those rockets uh, that the proxies would use could have could have killed Americans, and the Iranians didn't want to do that. So now uh, you bring up a very good point. Those proxies are going to be held in check, and I think the Iranian government knows that they've got to keep things under control so that this does not escalate. They're talking about the escalation. Let's hope they go down that road. Last question for you. President called out the Obama administration today in that press conference. There's no doubt about it when he talked about the billions of dollars that were given to the Iranians and that money was used to kill Americans. Uh, That's something that has never really been talked about out in the open before. Uh, That was pretty strong stuff. It was. And, and, you know, it reminds me of reading in history where the Japanese prior to Pearl Harbor bought billions and billions of dollars worth of U.S. steel. And then there was this allegation, well, they used our steel to bomb Pearl Harbor, and we found out they were right. They did. Mm-hmm. So I think in this case, history's repeated itself. Uh, that $1.6 billion that went over there did not go to help the people. It went to weapons, and I believe the president was absolutely right. Some of those weapons were used against us last night. Lieutenant Commander, I appreciate your time. Lieutenant Commander Steve Rogers, I know that People have probably called you Captain America a million yeah, times. Have. But I have, but it's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, well, we, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I thank you for your time here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Thank you. All right. Bye bye now. All right. Lieutenant Commander Stephen Rogers and some insight for uh, the speech today from the president. What were the messages that he was sending? He sent some definite messages. I thought what was very interesting about it. Did you get to, did you get to listen to it, uh, Zach? Oh, you didn't? Well, we're going to play it. Later on the show, we're going to play it. It's only about nine minutes long, about 9.15 or something like that. We're going to play it. But he walked out, and he's surrounded by all these guys from the military and stuff, showing a sign of strength, a visual, a real optic there, and looks at the camera and says, as long as I'm president, 
Iran will never get a nuclear weapon. He didn't say anything. He, he didn't start off by saying, last night, uh, the Iranian government aggressively attacked. You know, he didn't do any. He just, he made it very clear again to the Iranians. No nuke. You ain't getting a nuke. Just do it. We're going we're to stop you. And I believe the president's going to get reelected. So he's going to be there another four years. Uh, going to be interesting to see if uh, Rouhani, if, if the uh, the word on the grapevine that he has cancer uh, is going to come to you know be a fruition, and he's going to he's going to die while Trump is in office uh, in you know for his second term, it will be very, very, very interesting. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, my buddy Mark Lauder, who used to be uh, Vice President Mike Pence's uh, uh, public affairs guy in Indiana, and I talked to him constantly at that time, uh, is going to join us. He is now working directly with the RNC, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, President Trump has some rallies coming up uh, in the near future. We'll talk about what we can expect from that. And uh, we'll uh, we'll broach some other sur- uh, uh, subjects as well, like uh, evangelicals for Trump, too. I think we're going to talk a little bit about that. That's all coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer, the home of Rush Limbaugh. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 